How can you exemplify the value of lifelong learning? Join us for our quick take on this question. Episode 250 of Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. This episode is brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated, enabling successful leaders and companies to accelerate to their next level of success. On the web at businessadvance.com. And now, here's Pam and Scott. Welcome, everyone. I'm Pam Harper, founding partner and CEO of Business Advancement Incorporated. And right here with me is my business partner and husband, Scott Harper. Hi, everybody. It's great to join you again. And as always, our purpose is to spark new insights, inspiration, and immediately useful ideas that can help visionary leaders accelerate themselves, along with their companies, to their next level of game-changing innovation, transformation, and growth. Now, one of the more consistent themes that underlies so much of what we talk about in our advisory work and this podcast is the power of lifelong learning as a path to personal, career, and business growth. Now, this is not a new idea. In fact, the question, how do you exemplify the value of lifelong learning, was actually one of the interview questions for a CEO. Right. There are a variety of ways you may be doing it. Podcasts, books, conferences, continuing it. They're all good places to start. But one of the more overlooked ways to learn and grow is by tapping into the power of your communities. And there are so many opportunities here. Chances are that you already belong to any number of communities. They include business associations, civic organizations, professional associations, and religious communities. And I'm sure they're all providing value. But how can you get more value for your lifelong learning and development from these organizations? Well, there's being a member of a community, and then there's actively participating in the community. Ah. And there's a difference in the learning and outcomes. Got a point there. In one of the first trade associations we joined after you joined my firm, right. the division president of a multinational company was actively involved in the association's executive conferences. And what was different is that this included being our mentor because we were new members. Right. So what was in it for him? Well, one of the things was in our conversations with him, we provided insights from our perspective about the industry as a whole, especially regarding innovation that he wouldn't have gotten otherwise, that he could take back to his company and help it raise its game. Now, another example is a CEO of a major corporation who agreed to be a keynote speaker and accepted award at a conference that you chaired a mm -hmm. few years ago for a local chapter of a global organization. Yes. In addition to his keynote, he offered a town hall style Q&A session. Now, why would he do this? Because he was able to learn from potential partners, suppliers, and customers. All of them were important for his company's growth. And he wouldn't have gained these insights if he'd just stopped with giving a keynote. Right. He was curious, and he had a desire to learn. Now, these are just two examples of leaders who have the vision to shape continuous learning from their communities. This goes way beyond just paying membership dues, showing up and attending meetings with the people you usually associate with, or just sponsoring an association. 
Yes, supporting your lifelong goals of continuous learning requires a different mindset. You're participating in your communities in new ways. That's right. Now, let's dig a little deeper into this for some immediately useful ideas of how to bring that to life. What's the first example? Be clear about the value you want to create for yourself and for your community. You have to know where you're going so you can get there. Sure. Right. Do you want to learn more about a wider range of stakeholders? Okay. Do you want to get advanced information about emerging trends from people you wouldn't normally interact with? Sure. Somebody else from your organization could go to an event. Yeah, that's the usual route. Right. But now when you go out and you're there, you're getting a totally different perspective, a totally different type of learning. And of course, a new kind of value. So here's another example. We were at a conference and the CEO was getting an award. We were mingling around in the lobby before the event, and we came across the CEO at his company's exhibit booth. Right. He spent time talking with us, and he just threw a question out about some of the issues of culture in his organization. Right. He asked, what would you do? Well, that just launched into a whole conversation he wouldn't have had otherwise. And he said it was really helpful. That's right. And now here's a third idea. If you don't see what you want as a learning opportunity, create it either directly or through members of your organization. And that's what I did. As an association board member, I was always interested in seeing what types of events and programming people actually wanted. And in two associations that I've been members of, what people wanted was an awards event. They wanted the excitement and the competition and having the top leaders to be there and personally receive the award and speak with us about trends that were going on in their companies. In addition to that, of course, they wanted other learning from top thought leaders. And that's what we ended up doing. If you don't see it, you need to make it happen. Absolutely. Being strategic and proactive about the learning you want to create and the value you want to bring to yourself and others, that's the key. Okay, Pam, as we're wrapping up here, what are your final thoughts on lifelong learning at the executive level? Well, one of the more overlooked ways to exemplify lifelong learning is to tap into the power of your communities. Uh It takes courage to extend yourself to create relationships in new ways. But when you do, you'll be surprised at how much more you'll learn about yourself and others. And you'll also be modeling a critical leadership competency for your organization to develop as the world keeps changing. And that's our quick take for today. Thanks to you out there for listening to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. If you're enjoying listening to this podcast, spread the good word. Open Growth Igniters Radio on whatever podcast app you use and write a review. And you can find out more about our strategic growth advisory services, more about Pam's keynote speech, and access our full podcast archive by going to businessadvance.com. Until next time, this is Pam Harper. And Scott Harper. Wishing you continued success and leaving you with this question. How can you engage with your communities in new ways that further exemplify your value of lifelong learning? Growth Igniters and Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper 
are registered service marks of Business Advancement Incorporated. All Growth Igniters Radio episodes are copyrighted productions of Business Advancement Incorporated, intended for the private use of our audience. Except as otherwise provided by copyright law, all other uses including copying, editing, redistribution, and publication without prior written consent of Business Advancement Incorporated are prohibited. All rights reserved.